Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to episode 51 of the Salty Mother Clutchers podcast. So what are you wearing? <laughs> That's a good question. What am I wearing? But what are you wearing under what you're wearing? Want to see? Yes. Oh, girl. Shit, yeah. Mm. yeah practical? Cute, cute. Practical semi-practical. and... Semi-practical. And also lacy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Can we still got that close friends thing going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> maybe maybe we'll have to like start putting photos of uh, there's been a lot of like titty flashing so maybe we'll have to like start showing off underpants underpants <laughs> i mean these good underpants not good underpants for uh riding a bike for sure they're not <laughs> no <laughs> these ones are too cute for the motorcycle they're uh they're more um cute and less like uh, less, uh, doing an action. Oh, they do action. <laughs> they do lots of action. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the right rides. Do you wear, do you like to wear granny panties when you're on the bike? Um, no, no. I, I mean, it has to be like a really good, happy medium of underpants for biking, I think. Like slight, like, like a like, bit of cuteness is good. Yes. But like, you gotta have like some coverage. So you're yeah, comfortable. Exactly. And, you know, you might hit rain. You don't want to wear, like, your cutest underpants and then, like, hit a bunch of rain and then they're soiled and then <laughs> you're done. They're done for the week, right? So it's one of those things that goes into planning a trip that, you know, we don't overlook it. We I put a lot of time oh, yeah. and care into choosing what underwear is going to make it. I absolutely do. This is the, now you've come to the right podcast if you want us to talk about weird fucking shit about going on motorcycle trips. Hey, everyone wears underwear-ish. I mean, it's probably better to be wearing underwear than not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Generally, I think that's, most people would come to that consensus. Unless okay. we're home. Okay, let's, okay. how many, how many under, how many underwears do you pack? We're going for a week. How many would you pack? I you you pack like you know eight. Just so one extra. So like an extra in case you have to soil your pants one or two <laughs> times, but like you go with one pair of pants. Yeah. Maybe a pair of shorts, depending on you know where what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you only need one pair of pants. Like Big Al says, two pairs of shoes because you don't want to be wearing boots all the time. Yeah, two pairs of shoes. I'm down yeah. for that. Yeah, like some a, easy slip-ons, little and, sneaks, and like your your biking boots. Yeah. And like underpants. For every day. Underpants for every day plus one. An emergency pants shitter. Um, emergency <laughs> pants shitter. The reality is we get drenched on yeah. every trip. So yeah. when you get to wherever you're going, you probably you you depending. Depending depends, on where you're going. You might uh you might have to switch out those undies for another pair. Yeah. Okay. Um and sometimes like you, you you know, you're you're going at a pretty good pace and you, you just hit a little pothole or something, a little pee might <laughs> come out. So you can ignore that one for a little bit, but you're still probably going to want to have that extra. 
pair. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story about something that happened to me once. It was a few years ago. We were doing the Cabot Trail. Mm-hmm. I wake up on this trip to my period. And mm. I, for some reason, did not remember that that was going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> and I didn't have a menstrual cup, which I would normally have with me. Mm-hmm. And like, had to like, go fetch some tampons. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, blah, blah, blah. We were like halfway around the Cabot Trail. And I felt... The feeling. I felt myself bleeding out. Mm -hmm. It was just the moment where I was like, oh, well, that tampon has done its job. Um, Sadly for me, we were going to stop in about an hour to go to the beach, but that shit ain't happening. (laughs) And so that day I actually bled through that pair of underwear and my pants. Were they good ones or were they like, were they, you know, were they period friendly? I would say I'm very practical with my underwear. So they mm-hmm. were at least, I'm going to say they were at least a pair of black cottons. Okay. So well, that's, that's good. That's and, reasonable. That's and we reasonable, were going back to my parents' house. So like I definitely did a hand wash in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> but I was not expecting that. That trip, I probably should have packed like two extra pairs. <laughs> <laughs> but someone forgot. I just forgot that I was going to get a period. I don't know why. I, I've been using a period tracking app for years. And for some reason, I was like, I just need to take this one little rubber cup with me. Didn't remember it. See, I like, that's the first thing I pack when I go on a trip. Is your period like, undies? Is my period undies. Yeah. So I, you know, one pair of pants, you know, a shirt, whatever. Um, uh, you know, bikini usually. You, like, you're a bikini. I, yeah, you yeah. You wear bikinis actually I, like six days a week like anyway. One sports bra and a bikini top is all I need. Yeah. That's that's my outfit. Yep. Um, so if I'm not on the bike, I'm not wearing pants. So that's just the that's way it is. That's true too. Um <laughs> so like I have to think about, you know, what days of underwear that I need. And it's like this is gonna be a riding day, this is gonna be it's supposed to rain on this day, and uh this is an off day, so they can be cuter. You yeah. know, you're, you're, and you can ride with cute underwear. It just, oh yeah. you, you know, you can up that on the other days. And like, you know, so I always pack like some, some, you know, period undies and some, uh, you Yeah. Know. Cause on a trip, there's usually the balance between like the hard, rough, like riding day. Yeah. And then you will have a break day and you probably want to be like comfortable and cute and. Comfortable whatever. and cute. And like that day, that one day on the trip when you actually get to fucking shower <laughs> and you're like. Putting on like terrible underwear after like a beautiful uh, shower and a good no. ride. Like, fuck that. Uh, I want to back you up to bras. Mm. So I like, I swear by this when we're going on like an, like when we're going to be doing those like hard, long ride days, mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent wearing my like best full support sports bra because these 30, these 36Ds, they do some <laughs> bouncing. And um, yeah, I just want to be like really like, tight i want everything to be tight and yeah. not jiggling and then i'll always pack so i'll have two two bras i'll have the one on my body and then i'll have my like <laughs> no support sports bra type thing or yeah. bralette type thing for like the loosey goosey relaxo days yeah that one can be cuter too but the thing about sports bras is they like roll up into like a tiny nothing whereas mm-hmm. an underwire like who's trap come on come, you're not you- packing that they are though. What? They are. No. They are. Oh, what, what do you wear? What do you pack? Well, uh, bikini top is my go-to. Like, right. So no that wire rolls there. up that tiny. Rolls yeah. up into like you know a fucking roll of quarters sort of size. 
<laughs> like that's that's an old thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then is it the bra? Do you take the bra on your body and then and then like a bikini? Uh, yeah, I think so. What's the bra on your uh, body? Is uh, it also a bikini? Because I bet no, no, it is. No, 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 no. I, I might I might take two bikini tops <laughs> because you go swimming, you want to put something on dry afterwards, right? <laughs> that's that's normal. Yeah. Um, and they don't take up much space. But I usually travel uh, with a sports bra, and it's just like, the, you know, a $3 fucking sports bra from the dollar store. Like a low like, support? Oh, yeah. Like, like no a support. no support. Look at me. Uh, I, yeah. I don't... This, You're not rocking I got the, all the 3060s? I got all the support I need. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting here right now wearing like a cinched <laughs> crop top, like free in the nip, like... Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't need physical support. I just need mental support, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, so what about riding horny? <laughs> <laughs> what about it? I mean, I do it all the time. I wrote a, no- <laughs> I wrote a note when we were like chatting about what, what our episode was going to be. And it was like, you want to look good when you arrive to sex town. <laughs> sex town. <laughs> I didn't even look at these notes. I'm just, I'm just rolling want- with it. So we've mentioned this on... At, at least the sex it episode. It was on the but, sex episode. But like, you know, when you're riding, well, when you're riding, period. Yeah. But also like when you're riding with like your babe also riding with you and like you get, you get, you, you get, get feelings. Yeah. You get in your head and you're just thinking about things and you think about more things and more things. And it's like, and fuck, I yeah. cannot wait until we, we get, get to sex town. We get to sex town. And Where, wherever you, we're going, it's going to be sex. So town. you get to sex town. And the thing with us is usually we're stripping off because we're soaked, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> which can be hot, but Oh, I mean, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you're probably going directly in the shower and then you're just not getting dressed again. Mm-hmm. But like you had made this point, you're like, well, you're going to need, you might want to have an extra pair of like cuties for yeah. when you get to sex town. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go on a long ride and you're like, okay, well today say we're not going to get soaked in the rain and you know, hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well I, you know, save these ones all the last four or five days or whatever. So now is the day you I get to wear the cute ones and then. You're going to fuck later. I have this, um, I have this, uh, memory, this vision in, in my mind of we rode to Moncton one time on like a <laughs> week long trip. And you actually have a story about this before we get to Moncton, but there's a picture. You took a photo of my like sexy purple yeah. underwear tossed on the windowsill next to a bottle of booze. Moonshine. Bottle of moonshine. Classy. And yeah, if, if I hadn't brought those purple lacy satin sexies, maybe you, you get where you're going, you're drenched, you're in a bad mood, and then you strip down and find some sexy undies. You're like, oh, 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 life just got better. Like you're already feeling fucking like super high from the yeah. ride and the adventure. So your story, same the same day, the same day. Yeah. Exact same day. I've, uh, we were traveling around the Maritimes. The Maritimes somewhere. Like, I don't know. It was a multiple, multiple day trip. And I didn't count my underwear correctly. <laughs> and, and or we added on that Moncton trip. I think we, trip. we added on an extra day. I was like, dude. From Halifax. Like, no sexies tonight, but like, I'm out of underwear. <laughs> so this is not good. So we had to make a pit stop at uh, a giant tiger. 
halfway like in, between Halifax and Moncton. Yeah, wherever the fuck we gassed up. I was like, look, Amherst? giant tiger. No. I don't know. Sackville? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But <laughs> had to make an emergency stop for underwear. Yeah. Because you need underwear. So we stopped. It's important. And it was a fucking hot, sunny They're morning ride. They're great underwear. Too, and we went to this giant tiger and you were like, I just need underwear. And you got like a fucking three pack or something. Yeah. And they ended up being some of the best underwear you ever had. Yeah. Best <laughs> underwear. Like, you know, five bucks, three pack. Like, dude. Perfect amount of spandex. Yeah. They're not very sexy cute. They're very... Uh, plain? They're very plain. Were they different colors? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black, yeah. gray. And Black, gray, and like a light pink, pink or something like that. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's always something dumb. But, but then anyway, we left that... So we packed them up and then we left that giant tiger yeah. and we rode into a wall of lightning and torrential rain. Yeah. Then fast forward, we get where we're going, which was Sextown, I Sextown. believe. Sextown, hanky panky. Yeah. So good <laughs> underwear is important. <laughs> and here's the, here's the thing though, is like you have those days where you plan your good underwear for Sextown later. Oh yeah, for sure. Or just for, for feeling cute or whatever. Um, but those ones from Giant Tiger <laughs> are like, um, I'll say, they're really accommodating. Oh, I'll say accommodating. Accommodating. Okay. Like, dude, you're traveling for like six, seven hours. You're not tucking on a bike. <laughs> like, if you're, if anyone out there is tucking on a motorcycle and riding and riding, ah, God bless. That also came up I, in the sex episode. I just did it. Yes. Oh, I, but like these underwear, it's like they're great. They're very accommodating. You probably could talk in them if you, if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, that spandex, man. Yeah. That level of spandex. But like a lot of the, the cutie patootie underpants, like you pretty much have to tuck in a lot of those. Whoever um, designs the cutie patootie underpants. They have the smallest vaginas ever. Yes. They, are, they have a level of expectation of how tiny your labia mm -hmm. are and how much hair removal you have done yeah yeah, yeah exactly Which, yeah come yeah. on not on a motorcycle trip yeah so so if you're like <laughs> <laughs> slipping on some of those and hopping on the bike untucked <laughs> dude <laughs> after six hours she ain't gonna be cute anymore <laughs> Uh, I'm Victoria. I ride, I've got two bikes. Um, I've got a, a Triumph Bonneville T100 and uh, a Honda Super Cub, which is just like a one, little 125 thing. Uh, and I haven't been riding that long. I, I started maybe two and a half years ago. Oh, that uh, two and a half years ago. <laughs> but, but I was on the little 125 for oh, yeah. like <laughs> almost two of those years. So, so, but it's got two wheels. It goes fast, right? It has two wheels. Yeah, I've gotten it up to sixty-five, which was not whoa, safe. Whoa. I don't. Re whoa. I don't recommend. It was like downhill, and I was, you know, definitely crunched over, and like, don't recommend that. <laughs> did you lose any? <laughs> did you lose any parts? <laughs> I didn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing vibrated uh, off. <laughs> yeah, I think the engine only did so much on that, and the rest was gravity. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure our last guest, Faye, had. Like the same or similar, like scootery moped. Yeah, situation. It, was, it was like a cub. Yeah, pretty sure. So that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so I love you, it. So you got the so you got the Bonneville like this year. Yeah, um, and I had like never intended to get a a bigger bike. Like honestly, I I got into riding because a friend and I were out one day, and we both live in the middle of like the downtown area of our city, and it felt really dumb to like get in the car and back out of the car and you know just to go from place to place Mm -hmm. um and we thought well wouldn't it be cool if we got a scooter or you know a little bike and i think i showed up a month later with the super cub and he showed up a month later with a a ducati scrambler (laughs) (laughs) which is like yeah very different but uh well okay so you got the bonnie yeah you got the bonnie like recently oh yeah uh well because my i had a car and somebody it was parked outside of my house somebody t-boned it um Uh. while it was while it was parked they had and it turned out it it was like somebody in the middle of trying to steal a pickup truck and they they like fucked it up yeah they were like driving it backwards down the block at full speed and Uh. then like didn't see my tiny little car there and just fucking t-boned it and then the the rear gate of the pickup was missing. And so the toolbox that was in it, just the, the truck stopped and the toolbox kept going. And oh. um, my car was declared a loss and insurance was like, well, here's, you know, some reimbursement. And for me, the decision then was either get a, another car with like, not that much money. Um, and cars are really expensive right now. Or, um, get a more powerful motorcycle that I can go on better adventures <laughs> with. Like, well, that's that's a no brainer. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you so went I did from that second thing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So you so you upgraded. Well, you still have you still have the cub, right? I do, and that was not supposed to be the case, but it's just so convenient and so fun, and my dog likes to ride with me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, I every, couldn't get rid of it. Like, every time I see a photo of you with like a dog in a backpack <laughs> riding with you i'm like oh my god this is the fucking best your dog does not it's care awesome. no he's super into it uh the first time because like i had he'd had that backpack and he rode in it when i was you know riding bicycles a lot so right. he already knew how it worked and then the super cub is not that intimidating the motor sounds like nothing like you know yeah. <laughs> um and so uh you know, I got him in the bag. He put his little doggles on, or I put them on him. And then <laughs> um, instead of getting on a bicycle this time, we got on the the cub and he was all about it. And I think where I live, there are a few hills. So we went down a few hills and he was like having the time of his life. His face was right next to mine. Big <laughs> smile. And then after that, it was, it was fine. <laughs> um, okay. So what's your dog? What's your dog's name? Uh, my dog's name is Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> so that's fucking so amazing. <laughs> so does Memphis also go on the Bonnie or only on the Cub? I haven't taken Memphis on the Bonnie yet because I want to make sure that I am like extremely comfortable and as skilled as I possibly can be. And like I said, we we live in the like basically in the middle of the city, so it's a lot of slow maneuvering. Um, and this bike is much, much heavier than what I'm used to. So, uh, yeah, that's w- smart. You're just getting yeah. used to it. So I'm just getting used to it. Plus I feel like on the Bonnie, maybe I should, uh, get a helmet for him. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know how this works. There's, yeah, there's I don't know. Not like like the, a, the things like you don't the, think about, like yeah, what? <laughs> like you're you're the expert on this. We know nothing. Well, neither do I. I just like I don't. I would fucking hate to to like have a crash and I'm completely protected and he is not. So so you're um, taking him at like lower speeds and whatever. Yeah. Like it's chill. Yeah. He rides around town on the Super Cub and that's about <laughs> it right now. <laughs> and so you said the Super Cub is a 125 cc. Mm-hmm. And the Bonnie would be like 900, right? Yes. Okay, that's a huge jump. It is yeah. a very big jump. Uh, I, I I got the Bonnie. And you know, like the motorcycle class, the course you take, the MSF course or whatever, it doesn't really prepare you because they've got you on these like tiny, yep. like mm-hmm. 300cc bikes. They're not tiny, but they're, you know, gravi- like lower center of gravity. Yep. And the Bonnevilles, the T100s, at least, they sit up a bit higher. Um, so it's, it's been a steep learning curve and I've loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like once you get the handle of like any bike though, each new bike you get is a challenge. Like the first couple yeah. of rides and it's just really fun. <laughs> like, like that. I don't know. I, for me, I have like a moment of like, Oh fuck. Once I get on like, say a stranger's bike or something. And it's like, I don't know where the weight's at. I don't know how it yeah. handles. And it's like, uh, am I going to crash? And like, I've been riding a while, but I think of that every time I get on someone else's bike. Yeah, exactly. Like when you lean into a curve, I found, cause like with the, you know, with a little 125, I can throw that thing around. Sparks are flying. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But it also weighs like 150 pounds. <laughs> and like, yeah. Um, and this, it, it's taken a while and I felt like a complete newbie, like leaning into curves, just making basic turns. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm at a, a way better place now but so you took the motorcycle safety course and did you have your like did you have the cub before or did you get it after what how did that all go um i got it i got it before okay. um they delivered it to my house or whatever and we had i it was on the news all over texas i don't know if it was like a nationwide news thing but we had like a pretty severe freeze um, and it was severe for us cause our infrastructure wasn't built to handle it, uh, for, and for like two or three weeks after, um, electricity and, uh, just like basic road function, it just wasn't happening here in Texas. Hmm. And so I had fully planned on like hopping on the bike and going to the course immediately. And that like with the work that I do, I, I just wasn't able to, to do that. Um, so it was a couple months before I actually got to take the course, and I rode the bike out to the course, which was a good 20 miles away. Um, oh. And it was like very rainy day. And that was, that in itself was terrifying because I figured out that if you start on an uphill and the ground below you is wet and, and slick, then that like isn't going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I, think, I think that people that start out by riding in shitty rain or shitty weather, I think yeah. that those are the people that end up um, continuing to do that. So you, mm-hmm. you're not like, ah, fuck it. It sucks out. So I'm not going to go. I'm not going to ride. But instead yeah. you're like, ah, no, you just do that. That's just a part of riding. Yeah. Like if you don't spin your tires once in a while, then <laughs> like you don't know how to handle it when it happens. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, I mean, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> did did anything bad come from that or was everything fine? No, everything was fine. Um, yeah. it, it you know, it had the potential to be bad, but I will say after that, I was much more comfortable riding in rain and I've done it a lot since. So that's awesome. And so you yeah. take the course and they put you on some motorcycle 
And yeah. was it like, it's, I think we've talked to other people, but I think it's the same as here. It's like a weekend long course kind of thing. Yeah. It was like a weekend long course and they had a, a bunch of like little Honda rebels with yeah. the, yeah. the mirrors broken off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want one bad. There, it was honestly like, it was pretty fun. They're, you know, they're, they're like not the fastest. They don't pick up very quickly, but you know, you can like lean into them really nicely and just, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you actually <laughs> said. Well, we we've talked about you being in Texas, but you're in San uh, Antonio. Yeah, I'm in San Antonio, and I have zero concept of what size of a city that is. It's pretty it big, is, isn't it? Yeah, it's the it's the seventh biggest city in the United States. Okay, yeah. so it's fucking yeah. huge. It's pretty <laughs> large, but it it's got like a a small town community feel. I don't really know how to describe it beyond that. Like somehow everybody knows everybody and uh, it's pretty easy to get around. So it's a beautiful little city. What, what has the moto community been like, like there? Like, like did you grow up there or like? Um, so I moved around a lot and San Antonio has always been home. You know, we visited all the time. My mom's family settled here when they came to the States. Uh, but, you know, I came back for college again, wasn't part of the motorcycle community. So I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I moved and then I came back again. It, I just like keep getting pulled back. I love it here. <laughs> and within the last couple of years, like all of my friends that ride, ride smaller bikes um, or sports bikes, so much bigger engines mm-hmm. um, and mostly just cis men. Yeah. Um, so it's been, I haven't like found a queer riding community, which when when I started writing, I stumbled upon y'all and uh, I don't know, it was really nice to, to listen to like queer writers and, and have that perspective. And as I was getting more comfortable with my bike. So, so, so just out of curiosity, when did this happen? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, please t- don't tell me you listened to season one. <laughs> uh, yeah. I binged season one. Okay. <laughs> Everyone stop doing uh, that. <laughs> so it, we cringe so hard about that. I think Why? we I think we get better with age. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Like nobody starts anything perfect, but again, like I think representation matters and you guys decided to do this thing and then you just fucking did it. And, well, it then and if it's you, been great. Like if you listened and you're like you're basically saying the exact same thing we've been saying over and over. It's yeah. like where the fuck are our people at? But, yeah. you know, there's a huge difference. I just looked it up. San Antonio has like two and a half million people and mm-hmm. our entire island has like a hundred and fifty thousand people yeah so what's the queer writing community like there a zero it's, it's me and eric it's, cool. a, it's just us oh, okay all right <laughs> it's the two of us okay that's not exactly exactly true i know of like two other queer writers two others. so you know, statistically, hundred and fifty thousand. If you got like four queer riders, that's mm-hmm. probably like a high number, right? Because one hundred and fifty thousand sure. people don't ride. Yeah. So if you got four out of what, let's just say like two thousand people, that's a lot. Oh. Again, I went to <laughs> terrible, art. Sc- I went terrible. to art school. I can't math. I can't math either. <laughs> but I think I think that we have an expectation that we're not going to find our are people here. And so there's been this like kind of amazing thing that happened in the last like few months, basically through social media where mm-hmm. we found our people 
and I think they're all in America. <laughs> and yeah, I, half of them are in Texas. I was going to say, based on how many Texans you've had on this show. <laughs> no, you, you're, you must be, you're only the second Texan. The second one. Okay. All right. All right. But uh, still like we've, how many Americans have we had on the show? Probably four. So it's 50% Texan. Sure, again with the That's, math. <laughs> I'm all you're about, doing. I'm all about stats and not knowing math. Yeah, I was like, you're doing a lot more math than you let on that you were comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like our connection to you has been queers on gears, right? I I think yeah, it's mostly like you said, social media has been pretty yeah. fantastic. Um, as I'm like looking for a queer biker representation in Texas, the internet's been helpful yeah um instagram queers on gears is like a big thing that's happened in the last few years out of california that's kind of popping up everywhere now um and there's talks of uh like a central texas queers on gears happening so fingers crossed but texas is very large so even a central texas chapter is that covers like hundreds of miles (laughs) i hate to promote the leaders but have you had any connection with the Lita's? There is a there is a Lita's chapter in San Antonio, and like I guess I'm on the Facebook group, but okay. um, I've not you know I've not ridden with them or met any of the mm. the local folks. Okay, I just had to ask that. Yeah. Well, Excellent. and like I said, I get this is all fairly fairly new to me, so I it sounds like there's a a history that I have no freaking clue about. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if I were to clarify, um, I founded the Prince Edward Island Lita's chapter here um, five, five years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I basically got to ride with a bunch of posers who couldn't really ride Ooh, or, okay. or didn't actually ride. Yeah. So, ah, so they were there to, to-, to be cool. Yeah. And right. and not ride motorbikes. And all I want to do is ride motorbikes with people I like to ride motorbikes with who hopefully can ride motorbikes. Sure. That's and so my experience I have like kind of a bad taste in my mouth and I vowed to never <laughs> talk shit about the leaders on here and there I have done it. Uh, oh. Oops. I mean, I look, I asked for a background, so. Anyway, I I did uh, <laughs> I closed the chapter in the fall. And I'm just washing my hands of that. And the things that have, and the people and the connections that have like come into mine and our lives since then has been like very high quality. Mm -hmm. That, and that would include you. And that includes like the other people we've had on recently. And it's like, (laughs) holy shit. Like once you stop putting your energy into something that is a soul suck, you get to kind of like have the energy to foster like, cool new relationships with cool bikers yeah hell yeah it's funny that like making fun of bike culture for three years (laughs) has led to like some of our best biker friends yes (laughs) well i think because like i mean there's a there's a lot of uh it seems like stereotypes within biker culture and i i mean coming into it i didn't i don't feel like i fit any of them um like very happy to be considered a dyke on a bike. That's fine, but <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but I love it. It's. I mean, I'm not like out there trying to present a certain way. I just kind of want to go fast and have fun. <laughs> yes, yeah. I. Yeah. 
absolutely sense like a humbleness. Yeah, obviously you're not trying to be like a shithead who's like, <laughs> yeah, look at me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you're just ripping around on anyone who's like, okay, I'm going to ride a Bonneville, but I'm also going to ride my scooter with my dog in a backpack. <laughs> That's yeah. different. That's very different. Yeah. I think that situation is a totally different read than what we normally do for the biker community. <laughs> so, so, okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I have a, a, a weird question. Ooh, sure. Okay. And like going from a car to a bike, mm-hmm. um, you notice like a lot of other sensory things like smells and like the, the cold, the temperatures and all these sorts of things when you're riding along. For and sure. here's the dumb part of my question. <laughs> um, what does it smell like in Texas? <laughs> uh, well, so like... <laughs> like, I mean, Texas like we, we, we smell the ocean. What does it smell like in we, San Antonio? We, we smell like, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, the beach. It's like, you know, sea and fish and salt and like that kind of stuff. So I'm just yeah. like, you know, what are the... <laughs> um, so Texas is gigantic. I mean, when you enter one side, there's almost a thousand miles to the other. It's mm-hmm. a very big state, but San Antonio, uh, specifically, it usually smells like depending on the time of year, but right now it, it smells like barbacoa. So you're riding around town and you can just smell people grilling in their yards. Okay. Oh. A what? <laughs> uh, barbacoa, like bar- barbecue. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So there's just yeah. The two of us were like, "What? (laughs) What did you just say to two vegetarians? I don't know. I'm a vegetarian too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. 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 That that's a good question. Soy is delicious. Oh yeah. (laughs) All right. That's like the the same handle I've had since I got on the internet as a teenager. Amazing. Yeah, it's not changed. And soy is delicious. It sure is. I agree. You can do so much with it. Yeah. <laughs> can you barbecue it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure can. <laughs> so it smells like barbecue in San Antonio. Well, that's, I think that's better every, than seaweed. I think every Canadian believes that Texas smells like barbecue. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> it's not too far off. <laughs> <laughs> like we we're on an we're on an island, so I guess it smells oh, an island that's main industry is potato farming for french what? fries almost specifically yeah so i don't think i knew that it's fine you probably eat french fries from here but <laughs> okay so it smells like the ocean and dirt mm-hmm. and <laughs> we have a french fry factory that's about 15 kilometers from our house and when the wind blows just right, it just, you walk outside just and like you're French like, fries. ah, French fries. Nice. <laughs> that is not a joke. <laughs> no, it's, it's so funny. Cause we were just talking about this. Like we travel through like other, you know, cities in the Maritimes and it's like, ah, this one has, this city has a paper mill. Oh yeah. It smells this, like This has farts. a steel mill. It smells like smoke. And every city has a certain smell. Yeah. Yeah. And then here it just smells, smells like, like French, French fries. fries. <laughs> Or dirt, or or salt water, dirt, which or, yeah. is pretty sweet actually. That uh, yeah, I mean that you're also like so. I feel like you can hop on your bikes and and be in any kind of uh, 
surrounding fairly quickly, yes. which yeah. here yeah. It, it takes a minute to get out of the city. And then like, we've got the hill country and some gorgeous windy roads out that way, but uh, it takes a, it takes a bit to get into a, a different sort of landscape. Right. Um, my girlfriend lives in Santa Fe and like, you, man, you asked what it smells like just walking down the street there. It smells like pignon burning and, Oh, it's gorgeous. And I would really love to ride out in the mountains there. Wow. So you, like, I, that sound okay. So you do like mostly city riding? I do a lot. Yeah. Mostly city riding, like pretty much all week long. And then on the weekends, you know, I'll get on my bike early in the morning and just see where I end up. Do you do any, have you done, or do you do any trips like long trips or anything like that? Not yet, but, uh, that is in the cards. Remember, I got this. I know, you know yeah. The yeah. It makes the Bonnie sense. was like a, a late winter purchase. So okay. it's really a, it's been a few months now that I've actually had the opportunity. And like, I, you know, I've heard you say multiple times, you can go as far and as fast as you want on any fucking bike. I get it. But <laughs> it's, like, it's like, again, not a great idea to get on a highway on a super cub. So, um, but <laughs> I, I love to camp and I'm really looking forward to like things consistently warming up and, and being able to sort of just aim West and see, see where I wind up and set up a tent and that'll be great. Um, any plans to travel South? Cause you're pretty close to the border. Are you not? I am pretty close to the border. Like, like what's below San Antonio? Is it, is Mexicali that close or is it more west? No, Mexicali is very far west. Very far. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there are a few states like between between Texas and California. Yeah. But if I were to just head west, I would hit Mexico from San Antonio probably in about two and a half, three hours. Oh, wow. Right. But that, like to give you an idea of how weird texas is shaped if i were to head south it would take like an additional five hours um and then if i had right right southeast you hit the beach yeah, in like yeah, yeah. two hours okay because yeah. uh, you think we should uh, know more about texas having all you texans on here <laughs> yeah well i don't know and like i think texas thinks everybody should know everything about texas so like, <laughs> I, I i know the shape from bumper stickers <laughs> and that's pretty much yeah, the extent yeah. of it. Place that bumper sticker on a map and I'm lost. And you're all lucky yep. we don't quiz you on Prince Edward Island. <laughs> I would not eat. Well, I learned something new today. I had no idea that's where my French fries came from. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, motorcycle podcast, sometimes about motorcycles and sometimes about our salty opinions. Okay. Okay. So back on the rails. Um, <laughs> have you had any um, close calls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah whoa uh, yes i have you're in um, a big city so i would imagine that that's a huge thing there it is yeah um so uh the super cub oddly enough um in a big city like you know people just like don't take a second look when they're at intersections and i was just going through a green light and i guess somebody was taking an unprotected left turn and didn't see me and so they when they did see me Instead of continuing on, they just stopped directly in front of me, oh. which was very uncool of them. Um, <laughs> very <laughs> uncool. Yeah, definitely wrecked the bike. Definitely uh, was a little shaky for a few weeks after that. But also, 
about the time that I bought the Triumphs because um, the bike was in the shop for so long uh, that I was finally just like, well, I need, you know, I need something and I'm not going to buy something smaller and I'm not going to buy a car. So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you just rejected cars. Well, I look, I don't. The one good thing about, you know, working and socializing pretty much within four miles of where I live uh, is that if I absolutely need a car, if it is super stormy out or, you know, whatever, I've had a drink, then I can very easily get uh, a lift or something. Yeah. Yeah. This was Um, the easiest fucking conversation on earth. Yeah. What? Well, no, I mean, like, look, I I listen to y'all every other week, right? So it's pretty (laughs) cool to actually just get to have a conversation with you. So you know what fucking sucks? What fucking sucks? Tiny people on huge bikes. Now, this could be... <laughs> what? So the... You mean like circus? <laughs> like, what are you talking could... about? I just like barked into the microphone. This could be a double fucking sucks though. Because I'm just having... Okay, Kay. this is the visual, okay? You got a person who's like five feet tall mm-hmm. and like 86 pounds. Yeah. Um, and they're on... A huge bike with like whatever amount of ape hanger that they can almost like just get it. Hmm. And they just look like you should just drive a car. <laughs> like you shouldn't, you don't need to have like a massive, huge motorcycle. It looks yeah. awkward and it, it just screams douchey to me. Yeah. I can, I can picture it and I'm trying to like draw a comparison with something else and like, the only thing I can think of is like, cause it's, it's always like super front heavy too, right? Like you, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. usually there's like a fucking like, you know, huge know. fairing, huge bars, huge everything. And you got this tiny little nugget you perched tiny on little there. bag of potatoes on the, like the yes. front of the bike. And it's like, let's just, it looks so it's weird. It's so awkward and strange. Yeah. But like a, like just, just get in a car. It kind of like <laughs> looks like the way like a pickup truck looks. Or like, you know, yeah. like, a, like a big truck that has like no, no box on the back. Yeah. It's just like, it's, everything's in the front and then there's just like all the space in the back that like. So, so the, the flip, could... the flip side of that is like a huge person on a tiny bike. Yeah. Like a clown bike. Right. And like any people are always like, you know, their bike's too small and blah, blah, blah. And their bike's like not too small physically, yeah. but their bike's like too small. And like. Again, kind of douchey, but it's kind of almost comical when you see like a giant on yeah. like a tiny motorcycle. And in a weird way, I'm like, that's kind of badass. Like, yeah, you don't I, give a fuck or you just yeah. have no self-awareness at all. <laughs> there is a sweet spot for the right size bike <laughs> yeah. for a human body. And just because, um, just because you're tiny, like, I don't know. Are you trying to prove something? Maybe. Likely. Maybe. Or uh, your partner made you get on this bike. Yeah. It's just so fucking awkward looking. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's weird. I've done the opposite most of my riding years. I did the huge ogre on a teeny tiny bike. Uh, no. Yeah. I always think, like, I look at, like, I fucking loved the Virago, but I look at myself on the Virago and I'm like, does it, I feel like it fit because it was the like Virago my favorite. The Virago was a perfect bike. Favorite bike to ride. But I'm like, but did I look, did I look 
like a huge ogre. But that's because the next bike I got was like a like a bigger, fatter, whatever bike. So now I'm like, oh, now I look slightly physically smaller. I don't know. The Virago looked fucking perfect, to be okay. honest. I mean, everyone looks Virago? everyone looks like they're pushing a shopping cart when they're riding a Virago, <laughs> but size wise, it's a good size bike. Yeah, it's a perfect size bike. Yeah, but and like, like I, you, you I, know. I like people that are like big on little bikes. You do? Like I, I want a Suzuki Savage still every episode. I, I will not prefer, stop saying that. I prefer that. I think, I think there's a bit of a badass uh, yeah. feature about that where you're just like, I don't care. This bike rules. Yeah. I don't care that I'm huge. Like size wise, my bike's probably too small for me. Oh, but you're so like, um, lanky. It's so good. Okay. Looks, it looks really good. That doesn't sound good. Long and lean. Oh my God. But anyway. Can you picture it? Tiny, tiny person on like a huge fucking bagger and it's just like, look at me. Like, no, more like, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like, lot of pipes save lives. <laughs> Looks like you're going to fucking crash that thing because you can't even reach the handlebars or the ground. trying to call you out jokes 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 get more comfortable you own clothes yeah (laughs) so wait you just like ride yeah well but yeah truly fuck cars so you just you ride to your heart's content for what like three months and then that's that's it for the year like fuck i forgot what the question was i'm sorry love seeing large people with their like elbows inside their knees just yes yeah (laughs) hi Oh, hey. Oh, hey, honey. You're really calling me out here, huh? I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> asking, <laughs> I'm just asking questions. Don't you do a ride a Bonnie, though. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. know a lot about the potato side. I guess yeah. down here in Texas, people are extremely concerned about avocados. There's just, there's no, there's no, okay. What? Just, no. 1975 <laughs> is always 25 years ago. <laughs> No matter That's what year exactly, it is. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Wait, right. do, do you guys have quicksand? <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of this? I, uh, do you have quicksand? <laughs> I don't know if that's a real question. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, with the with the cub, I can I probably go faster than I should on there, but like <laughs> why didn't you wash your fucking pits today? Are you pescatarian? Fuck no, gross. I don't eat snots. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, my girlfriend lives... Ah. Well... Are you okay? <laughs> I'm good. Feel free to cut that part if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Je m'appelle Marie-Soleil. Bonjour. Leaves. Beautiful yellow leaves on the road. Yeah. And then it fucking rains, and they're all slippery banana peels. Oh, my God. I'd not even... See, look, these are things that I've never had to think about. I'm not calling you out. Uh, where you are, you can probably get a good avocado. I'm not an avocado aficionado. I know it's your, you know, your show, and you get to ask questions. But I saw you got you got to you get to start your motorcycles today. Did you watch me like almost Skid? eat shit? I did. I did. <laughs> well, but once we, you started interviewing us, I think you were 
you knew that we sucked at this. <laughs> no, that's actually fantastic. And I've got some strong opinions about underwear. So if you Whoa! want one, like, like, <laughs> underwear proper. I mean, I, I like some nice uh, boy briefs. I hate that they're called mm-hmm. that. Whatever. Some nice briefs. A practical underpant. You're not going to have to deal with, you know, a wedgie 30 miles down the road. Mm-hmm. And you like explained the premise in episode one of your podcast, which is why I was... I said, I told fuck you, yes, don't and then listen I binge. To that. No, Stop talking about that. <laughs> everybody go listen to the first season. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> um, but that's, I mean, that's the reason I binged it. Because, you know, fuck yeah. 